Welcome back to Blackout, House of Bob's cyberpunk adventure set in the Vantal Megaplex and powered by the Sprawl RPG system. Hey, I'm Sean, and I'm playing Cass, the ex-skip tracer fighting to pay his debts and settle old scores. Hi, I'm Schubert. I'll be playing Bunk, the beat hacker. I'm Dan, I'll be playing Tiz, the hard-nosed reporter tracking down corruption no matter the cost. Hi, I'm Christina, and I'm playing the action star Jin Bay. You might know me as Sarge from my film series, Exodus Base, The Last Sun, 1 through 7. And I'm Jake, your GM. If you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or just tell your friends about us. Roll on. Last time, you guys had started to do some research and investigation for your upcoming mission for badge and gun productions provided by Redshift to look into this Exhale warehouse where supposedly there might be some shady dealings going on, some rumored experimentation, and you've seen evidence and hints at this from MassCorp in different situations over the, over the years. You guys had dug up a couple names. One is Elena Carthon who used to be kind of the project lead for that factory around the time of the incident, as well as Vedweer Vangelos, who is a dispatcher for MassCorp, and seems to be, his name has come up a lot when you've been looking at the different shipments coming and going from that area and different facilities in around that sector of Vantel. You also have a rough layout of the facility, just kind of the upper level and you know the different departments and buildings in there. And that's kind of where we left off. So what are you guys going to do? Who do we want to look into first? Elena? Or do we want to look into Vedweer? Let's look into Vedweer, I think. Yeah, we want to know what he's shipping. Yeah. How are you going to do that? Right now, you guys are still in the Badge and Gun production studio in Holly North. Well, the cameras begin rolling on us. <laughs> as we start getting into our work, because this is all part of the story, right? It's how we how we truly get into here and, and learn about all of this. Right, Jin? Does that sound good? Sounds good, man. We're just going to have to blur Bunk's screen, though. <laughs> We're blurring everything. <laughs> how are you guys recording, then? Like, I think the yeah, other would provide probably like a little camera drone or something that follows you around. I think you said that Tiss was also going to be recording from his glasses. Yeah, I'll do my point of view. Yeah. I think I have a body cam as well. Okay. Sarge just keeps telling me to look at Cass, I guess. So, <laughs> I think the camera drone probably has a, like a remote control. So you could, you, you could probably set it to just kind of automatically follow one of you or some of you could actually be in control of it and do like cool uh, action shots and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it has like latent face tracking. Like, so you can be like, follow these faces, but also, yeah, you can take over for sure. So we're not going to have like a physical person as like a camera crew. Unless you want to, but this is what they've offered you so far anyway. Far cheaper to have a drone army for cameramen than actual cameramen nowadays. Yeah. But we're making, this isn't for like our own personal viewing. This is for like movie. You think you'd want someone who's going to actually oh. uh, take that into account, like angles and stuff. Make us look cool. Surely AI are far better at knowing what the, the <laughs> what pleases the consumer than yeah. the average it's like the Google photo like editing now. It's just way way better. I'm guessing this isn't just like a regular drone with a camera on it. It's like a 
Hollywood drone. Yeah, it's Hollywood a, cinema drone. Yeah, it's in, it's like in the Instagram union, the drone. <laughs> the, sure. the drone is in its own union. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's that, uh, what's that? Is it Red? Is that the company that makes all the super oh, fancy now it's cinema? Pink. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a Hollywood movie taking drone. It is very good at this job. It is the one thing that it does. Okay, so uh, how do we find out where Vedweer is? Where he's running out of this distribution center or what he's shipping. What what, what do we do? First things first, we got to stalk him on social media. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That makes so much sense. I wouldn't mind doing some research into this guy's social media habits. And then from there, maybe try to hack into some of the accounts from some of the information I gather. Sure. So why don't you do a research role then? And that would be plus mind. And that's what you can find, you know, without having to do anything illegal without having to break into any systems. That's what you can find online and mm-hmm. through social media and that kind of thing. Sounds good. I rolled a 10 and I have plus two mind. Okay. You get to ask a question and a follow-up question from the research list there. You also get a piece of Intel. Where would I find blank? How secure is blank? Who or what is related to blank? Who owned or employed blank? Who or what is blank most valuable to, or what's the relationship between blank and blank? Oh, that's a good one. We could use that between him and Elaine. It's like where we would find him and what his relationship is. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're listed as it's complicated. (laughs) (laughs) On the Facebook that you found. On the Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even consider that they would have any connection. I was just going to say, like, what's his connection to this project? Yeah. My angle is I kind of want to pit them against each other. <laughs> That's not a bad angle. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart. What's his connection to these experiments? It seems like something that'd be hard to find from <laughs> social, yeah, social media. media. Yeah, no, that's fair, actually. <laughs> Good point. It should fit in with the research yeah. itself, yeah. Let's start with where we can find him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah you, you dig through his social media and it, like, it's all posts about sports following the soul baseball league right and all his posts are about the lunar eclipses i think was the name of the team and a couple of his tweets as well are about watching events at a sports bar in the city and there's a big game on friday that he's going to be watching there what a nerd (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know anybody uh was into sports anymore what's the team name the eclipse the lunar eclipses okay so that's where we might find him is that a sports ball game or there's also a sports bar that he frequents to watch a lot of these Yeah, games. I'm sure he's taking pictures at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could probably score some free tickets and maybe we can uh, offer him something. Some sort of exchange of info for these nice tickets. Oh, that yeah. Sounds like, like a uh, good, good box start. seats or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know some sports reporters, so maybe I can swing some box seats. Can bribe him. Perfect. Well, why don't we use our other questions and see where we want to go from there? Sure. Because you get two more. I think my next question, because this is pretty much my objective of scanning his social media, is to see how secure is, how secure are his Mm -hmm. accounts, let's say. Sure. I think not very. He doesn't seem super technically focused or anything like that. Password one, two, three, (laughs) all of them. Maybe not that simple, but (laughs) lunar eclipses rule. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's got like a bunch of retweets of like, you know, those contests where it's like, oh, retweet this and win a iPad or whatever. (laughs) It seems like he'd be pretty easy to fish in that sense. Perfect. All right. So we got a way to fish him. 
No, it's perfect because we know what his interests are too. Mm-hmm. I just have to research sports to see. <laughs> yeah, so we know what we, we're talking yeah, about. You need someone with a, a bug when you're talking to him that can feed you sports information. Exactly. Is Jin a sports guy? Jin might be a sports guy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Extreme sports. Yeah, I mean, he loves Skip Tracer anyway, oh, yeah. for sure. That's canon. He's probably really into base jumping. He is in the majors. <laughs> He's into professional base jumping, yes. <laughs> Competitive base jumping. Yeah. Last one to pull shoot wins. Oh my God. <laughs> chicken space oh, or chicken base I like jumping. that. <laughs> we got one more question, right? No. Two questions on research. Oh, but you also oh, okay. get intel, which you can use later. Sounds good. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, you know a little bit about this guy, where you can find him, and that he probably wouldn't be that hard to fish manipulate. or hack, manipulate in that way. Yeah. I think one of the things, too, we want to take some time and, and connect Tiss with my Cyberwares girl. Oh, for my ears. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I might have to take a day off. You'll be off for a bit, but we can still keep going. Uh, that's fine. You, you guys have time to do this kind of stuff. This is not a rush mission. Okay. So do we just want to kind of gloss over or do you want to actually go into detail about my ear repairs? Are you doing anything special with it or it's really just getting it back to where it was before? Or even better. I mean, even better would be nice. Be nice to have not faulty ears. She's pretty good, this girl. Lana. Mm, It depends. One budget will probably get my ears repaired, but I probably need to do two if I wanted to advance them. Yeah, spending the budget clock is to fix your cyber ears. If you want to do something fancy, it might not be another budget clock, but it'll probably involve a roll and you know something like that. But yeah. I'm willing to <laughs> take a risk. <laughs> so my cyber ears are wide frequency and recording. I could add another tag of encrypted or dampening or an inaccessible partition. I don't know. I don't really think I need anything else. Just to not be crappy. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Yeah, I'm not going to go for anything new. I would just like to be able to hear again. That's (laughs) (laughs) That's fair, yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to be yelling, what? The whole mission. I'm going to blow our cover like a million times over. (laughs) Just be quiet. What? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't think we need to go too into depth on that. Just that you meet with Lana, who is Jin's cyborg lady. Let's get back to... Vedweer, then. What's the next step? Let's fish this mofo. Okay, so we know what bar he frequents. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can do some sort of pr- promotion at the bar so he'll know he'll like come for that. Mm-hmm. We can make a promotion regarding the lunar eclipses. Oh, I can maybe see if one of my fan people or maybe like work for the, the team or... What if Jin is, mm-hmm. as a celebrity, or at the bar doing a promotion for the team or you're trying to like, you know, you're promoting your newest movie or something like that. And, and I don't know. And one of the prizes, the door prizes is box seats for this guy's sports team. Right. So I could probably get the box seats. Maybe I could get like an actual, you know, party van type situation from the team. Cause they have those types of things to like, Hey, they take it to, you know, and promote stuff, so. I mean, we used to have a van. I don't know if we could party in it. No, not, not from us. The sports, the, the, the lunar actual, oh, Yeah, okay. the actual sports team, you know, actually says it on the side and everything. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I probably can't get that. I don't know if you can. I know people. 
feel like sure. this is getting a lot more elaborate than <laughs> just to fish. <laughs> just to, yeah, yeah, just to yeah. like, give this guy free tickets. Well, <laughs> we want to we want to interact with him in some way. What's the end goal? Like, what do we want out of him? Yeah, start. With Let's that. put some sort of uh, tracing bug on him so we can actually confirm that he is going inside the warehouse and and all that. But does he still work there? I thought he didn't work there anymore. We're under the impression that he does. I think. Or that he's at least shipping stuff there. We want to know where it's coming from, mm. what it is. Yeah, Ved, Vedweer, you know, is currently working with MassCorp in dispatch and is in some way involved with oh, the okay. shipments. Oh, okay. You don't know much about Elena anymore. You don't know if she's still working at MassCorp. Oh, okay. I just got people confused. Yeah, so, yeah, get a tracker on him, see when he comes in and out. That's all that kind of good stuff. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> this doesn't have to be that elaborate. We just have to ensure that he's there when we're there so that we can actually put the bug on him. So we don't have to be yeah. as elaborate. We could fake a fake a promotion for free okay. tickets if you come to the bar. That way I don't have to blow a contact and you don't have to, you know, flaunt yourself around. <laughs> yeah, all he really needs is maybe bunk, create a, a fake profile for the bar that sends him a, an invite to like a special lunar eclipses night or something like that. He shows up. Oh, uh, turns out it wasn't actually tonight. But uh, pat on the back. Hey, here's a beer and some tickets. I guess. No, I'm not giving him tickets. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I liked the idea of giving him like box seats. Ooh, like that would be an isolated. And then we could actually have like a conversation with him because he'd be in the box with us. Right. Ooh, yeah. And we could perhaps make it seem like I don't know. We're like we're trying to do something to work with him. Mm, I never thought I'd say this, but let's go watch some sports. <laughs> <laughs> we got that on recording. <laughs> so, Bonk, how about you make up a, a fake profile and and send that message off to him? Yeah, that sounds good. I'm just thinking because we want to have some kind of tracker on him. Mm -hmm. I think you know your classic spy bug or you know, tracker device might get uh, find out. But if I can just put something on his phone, like whatever. Oh, yeah, some malware. Yeah. some Something on his phone to track him then. I mean, potentially we don't actually have to physically meet up with this guy, which I feel like would be safer. Install this app for latest news about the lunar eclipses or access to yeah special contests. No, that's perfect. Like download this app to and you'll be entered into this like contest, contest yeah. to win t uh, season pass. Oh yeah, that's perfect. I think mm -hmm. I like that. Cool, sounds good to me. We know he's got a history of clicking on links he shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, shouldn't be too tough. Okay, sounds good. Bunk, let's do a mind roll then and see if you can get this. See if you can pull this off. Well, how about I just give you a pep talk, Bunk? You're 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 a wizard with this stuff. I've never seen anybody uh, so good at hacking in all my days. Uh, I think that uh, if anybody can create a fake application in order to broadcast somebody's <laughs> location twenty four seven, it is you. Oh man, <laughs> I feel so feel so hyped up right now, man. All right, got to be like a plus one hype at least. That's a plus one hype for sure. All right, I channeled this hype into making an app <laughs> <laughs> and not your music for some reason. Yeah. It's like a scene in swordfish. <laughs> you have thing in like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> never he's, he's sweating. <laughs> oh, damn. I rolled an 11. Oh, yeah. Shit. I got plus two mine. So 13 total. 
And plus one for the hype. 14. So the highest <laughs> roll ever. <laughs> cool. So yeah, no problem. You create this fake profile and this fake app, get season tickets and that kind of thing. And he eagerly downloads it. You actually get a few other downloads as well. I accidentally created a really good app. Yeah. <laughs> it's super like addictive finds, to play. Yeah. It like finds like cheaper tickets for people or something. People now depend on it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a shame he didn't monetize. That was kind of stupid of you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you'll just have to sit on this bug for a couple days and see what he gets up to and what kind of data you can accumulate from that. Do we want to just skip ahead to that or do you want to do something else while we wait? Well, I'll probably try to secure some box seats. Is that still the plan? I don't think we actually need to, right? That don't was I think we thing. need to do that. No. I think it's no. more important that we know where he works. Yeah. But we could okay. get some box seats... Just for us. Yeah, just for us. <laughs> like, to learn about what these sports are. After a couple of days, you sift through all this data and, you know, pull out the actual important bits. And you find he does work at the MassCorp headquarters, which is in Holly North. Ugh. Works as a dispatcher there. And he primarily services that Cascades region where the XL warehouse is. Not exclusively XL though. He does a lot of shipments to that area, but to different facilities, different factories, different mines, that kind of thing in the Cascades. I'm going to make a note of all of those factories that he goes to. And mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like it might be good to check those other ones out to see if um, there's experiments or anything shifty going on in those locations as well. I mean, probably, but yes. <laughs> Since you rolled pretty high, we'll give you as well that a lot of those shipments and like it just it seems like a like an, an anomalously high number of those shipments are either canceled or returned or delivery fails, something to that effect. Mm. These are the ones he sends out to other locations? Yeah. That seems strange. Mm -hmm. I honestly can't think of a reason for why that would be. Can anybody else? He's trying to make it look like he's doing more work than he really is. <laughs> trying to make Exhale appear, disappear in the white noise. Mm, that's possible. So that's, probably, yeah. probably Exhale is truly his main project. And all this right. other stuff is just, just, it's a noise. It's, it's meant to distract people from doing literally what we're doing. Right. Trying to it's busy find. work. Yeah. Maybe let's focus on that then. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good call. And so do we actually kind of have times and stuff that he actually shows up there? Oh, he has a you know, nine to five job. Yeah. Okay. Now we want to know what he's shipping. Right? Yeah. Yes. So that's either like a hack or like a physical thing where we mm -hmm. pull over a uh, like delivery truck or something. So we know when they're leaving because we have dispatch times, presumably, if we know that he's making all these orders. Pulling over things sounds yeah. way more fun. I thought you wanted to... Uh, <laughs> Lay low on this one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pulling over something seems like some Grand Theft Auto that could well, result in... It could be like a, a highway inspection or something, you know, like where you have, we have to weigh your truck or something. Or we can have a movie shoot. <laughs> we, we, I just mean like we block off the street. We cause a traffic jam. They don't know, yeah. That's such a good idea. We have to reroute them. We cause a traffic jam. He's stuck in traffic. And then one of us just has to like walk by, not he, but the, the, just the delivery truck or whatever it is. Yeah. Just has to walk by and scan the vehicle. The only problem is the fines from the 
Vantel <laughs> Transit might be higher than our A for this job. <laughs> <laughs> this would definitely be another budget tick for sure. I think so, yeah. I think that's an option, yeah. If you, you know, put a little cash in the right places to... There was a scene that was going to be shot somewhere else and you move it to the right location to block this delivery driver. And you would need some kind of scanning, you know, proper scanner Device, or something, but that yeah. could probably be a piece of gear or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, do we think that is worth like a piece of our budget, just finding out what's in those trucks? I mean, I think so. I think that's part of this job. What they want to know about the facility mm-hmm. is is what are the experiments? If we know what the equipment is, that gives us a clue to that and prepares us for when we actually go in. Okay. I can agree with that. That's my thought. You guys are welcome to disagree with me. What are we scanning exactly? Whatever he's delivering to the facility, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking we want to know what that is. Yeah. So we're scanning the trucks that are like going to be caught in traffic. Mm -hmm. And we can do multiple if there's multiple deliveries. Mm -hmm. So you guys mean some kind of like x-ray scan? Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. You could get me cyber eyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can get yourself some cyber eyes. So like jacked up by the end of this? I might be able to print like a janky old x-ray scanner. <laughs> yeah, I think just a, a simple kind of one-time scanner to find out what's in this truck. That's fine for a piece One of time and then it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> right in your eyes. I mean, that's pretty good. Otherwise, we'd have to like use a budget for it. Just blasting microwaves straight into your face. <laughs> It was livestock in there. They're all dead. (laughs) Okay. Is that what you were going to do? Yeah, I think so. So you said that that's a gear card or? It'll be a gear for the scanner. It would probably be a budget or maybe if you can figure out some other role or some way that you would redirect the shoot to block off the traffic. Yeah, yeah. We have to make a fake set and stuff. This is elaborate. Goodness. Well, and I think we need to pay off some producers or something. Or we could actually use it as a scene in the movie. It doesn't matter what it is. All that matters is we. it's going to cost us either a, a risky role or b- b- money from our budget to make it happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You're only at two blocks of the six block budget clock filled up so far. So. so we can do like a highway chase scene or something. That seems right up Sarge's alley. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. I can uh, grab my stunt guy. It's no problem. I think we're going to spend a budget, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's th- that's the idea. And then, Bunks, do you have a gear card that you can spend on uh, on the x-ray thing? Yeah, I have three. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, Jin talks to some of his producer friends and moves this shoot to a location that'll block off a couple of the deliveries, delivery trucks. And Bunk prints off a little makeshift scanner. Do you guys want to describe what the scene looks like? Well, we need someone to actually do the physical scanning. So that's either like bunker cast. Mm-hmm. I can handle that. No problem. We've got rain machines going. I'm in like a sweet hover car and I'm next to another famous person in their hover car. And we're having a quote unquote drag race. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't help but notice how it's actually raining, but they're still using the rain machines. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it needs more rain. <laughs> I guess you spend money on them. You got to use them. That rain is in the union, man. We have to use it. (laughs) Man, everything's in the union except me. (laughs) You will be after this. Yeah, that's true. We're getting in trouble actually for using non-union dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. 
So you see this trailer truck pull up to the intersection that's been blocked off and he honks a couple times, but an- another car pulls up behind him and he uh, can't quite back out. Yeah. And then Cass, I think you said? Yeah, Cass walks by in like a traffic yeah. control uniform. He's got like the yellow vest with the orange stripes on it. And he just is like going by and he's kind of like going up to like parking meters and, and stuff and just like pretending to scan them. And as he comes past the delivery truck, he just like pauses uh, on the sidewalk and activates the machine and does a, a scan of the vehicle. Sounds good. You find that the truck has a couple things on there, a couple different things. The majority of it seems like probably like medical supplies. Like there's small tools as well as various chemicals and bandages and first aid kits and that kind of thing. Okay. And then you also detect that there are some some live animals inside as well. Uh, that's upsetting. Can we tell what kind of animals? Um, yeah, I suppose so. What makes you the most sad? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's not livestock. You know, it's not farming animals. It is animals that you would more associate with domestication. So maybe there are like some hamsters and gerbils and that's the weird thing. Yeah, it's not like livestock animals. It's not eating animals. It's typically animals that you would domesticate or have as pets and that kind of thing so thinking ones that have medical testing or something too rabbits and oh that's a good call yeah yeah maybe there's yeah it's rodentia in general <laughs> okay <laughs> got it i think we got it yeah yeah Cass sees this and and like looks up into the the drone camera and it's just like my god <laughs> <laughs> these people are terrible and the driver says, what? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Move! And he's leaning on the horn. And I say, please turn off your engine. You, d- you don't need to idle here. You're going to be here for a while. And I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Okay. So they are definitely experimenting on animals. They've got a bunch of like chemicals in there, probably like anesthetic and knockout gas and whatever else. So terrible. What do you guys think? We know that. That helps us a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a solid piece of evidence, yeah. Especially that it's being used still. Yeah, and I think that's probably maybe a block on your Mass Corp story. Nice. Because that's yeah, pretty solid evidence that you can use. Yeah, what other reason would they have for bringing in live animals? It's not enough on its own, but it could absolutely corroborate you know, other claims, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we can either interrogate like Vedweer with this information and be like, we know you're shipping live animals kind of stuff or yeah. Or we, can or talk we to go Elena. to Elena. Yeah. Cause if she's not working for them anymore, that having that piece of information maybe is a leverage on her. Mm-hmm. And if she is working there, then we can play that. We know more than you think we know. Yeah. The more Intel we gather before we act, the less likely we are to get fucked in the end. I feel like, <laughs> We'll Generally, see. we just got to make sure we don't run out of time. True. In terms of like work, right? Yeah. We seem okay so far, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's how all the missions started. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed okay. And then you started failing every role. Yeah. <laughs> how are you going to start your research on Elena then? I mean, that seemed to work pretty well for us in terms of just starting simple with the social media what's publicly available before we start delving into mm-hmm. more riskier uh, methods. So maybe we do another social media sweep on her. Okay. Sounds good. Another research role then. That's you, Bunk. 
Bonk, you're the best researcher. I just need to use <laughs> I need another pep talk to hype me up. He's so tired from all everything we've made him do. Can you be a bit more like hype man about it though? Just be like, yo. Bonk, <laughs> these animals need you. They're little they're little rabbits and, and ferrets and oh man and hamsters and, and, and mice and they're getting needles poked in them and all sorts of stuff. And Elena, she's behind it all. I, I just know it and you can be the one to crack this wide open. We just need to know where does she eat lunch on Tuesdays? <laughs> <laughs> All right. After I, I wipe the tears out of my <laughs> VR goggles, all these baby animals, man, it's not cool. I roll mine. A seven plus two is nine. Or sorry, is um, Cass aiding me? That was my intention with that. Oh, okay. I don't want it to seem like I'm abusing that ability, but it's pretty flexible in the way it's written so i think it's fine it's only a plus one right it's okay to, yeah so yeah 10 so total yeah yeah great so on a 10 you get an intel and you get two questions sweet anybody have any suggestions for these well, definitely questions? the where we can find her yeah that's a definite must have and then maybe how secure is the facility based on information we could find about her i don't know mm-hmm. do we know who owns or employs her you do as a result of your research. So let's start with that, which is you find that she does not work at MassCorp anymore. Not too long after that incident, she parted ways with MassCorp, as far as you can tell, amicably. And she now actually works for Vantel. Oh, okay. Specifically, she works in the Vantel Regulatory Compliance Oversight Committee. And I mean, you guys know for sure this is a pretty shifty or pretty shady department anyway. They're essentially the investigators and auditors that are supposed to make sure all the corporations are playing nice and following Vantel's rules. Of course, they typically just go around collecting bribes, right? But that's where she's working now. All right. The VR cock is the acronym for that. Yeah, I wrote that down too. And I was like, maybe I won't say that out loud. But, <laughs> <laughs> but thanks. <laughs> hey, who doesn't like a little VR cock? It sounds all basically like that's a promotion. Yes, absolutely. She is investigating the people she used to work for, basically. Hmm. She was sent there to basically protect them from the inside. Could be. And yeah. and collect a little on the side as well. Oh, absolutely. I feel like we probably have to be a lot more careful about how we go about this with her. She sounds like she might have the tools and know-how to prevent people investigating her. Yeah, I almost want to avoid her. Like any tipping off to her is going to like negatively affect us. No, the, the very fact that she works for Vantel means she is much more secure and a little more out of reach than Vedware was. Not to say it's impossible, but you will have to be more careful. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Maybe our question could be who is in charge of the facility now? Would that be possible based on this role? What do you guys think? Well, officially, this location is abandoned. So nobody. They still own the property and, you know, the buildings on it, but just haven't done anything with it in a long time. Hmm. Could we maybe see if she, like, meets up with her coworkers? Like, her old coworkers, I should say, like, from that time? Because then maybe we can, from there, tail one of them. We don't have, like, a roster for her other coworkers, though? I think that would maybe involve a little more investigation. Mm -hmm. 
let's think back. What do we ultimately want out of this investigation of her, right? We want to know about like maybe the security structures of the facility at this point or what they were at the time. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if, if it's still operating and she's not there, they're not going to necessarily be any worse than they were. Guards okay. or camera stuff or other security measures. So you just want to maybe see how secure the exhale warehouse is. Yeah. Is there a way that we can get that information from her? Is there, did she take a selfie while she was working there? (laughs) There's like two guys in the back with M60s or. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like her social media probably would have been scrubbed when she started working for the government Mm -hmm. and you look at it and it's all just, it's, you know, it's all very safe. A politics speak or all her posts and yeah, I don't think there's anything quite that intriguing there. Well, that's one of the reasons why I was thinking maybe if we can connect her to someone else who maybe still works there, Mm -hmm. then those people may not be as quite as safe or scrubbed out, right? Yeah, I agree with that. So what is the relationship between Elena and her old like co-workers? co-workers? Her old subordinates. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you you would definitely see there'd be pictures of her meeting with employees from several of the corporations. These are people that, you know, she's supposed to meet regularly. And one of them is currently and was, <laughs> was and continues to be a Mass Corp employee. And let's say they're a member of the security team for Mass Corp. Probably not, you know, like a really high level executive or anything, but a couple ranks down. And they meet regularly to discuss, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Bribes. <laughs> to discuss the bribe. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's her contact for bribes. Because like, if we can prove corruption there, then that's part of the story as well, right? Yeah, for sure. Maybe that's more like a open secret, but if we can get hard evidence, that's good. Like I think that the private security forces that each of these corporations maintain do have a lot of rules and regulations they're supposed to follow you know, being a part of Vantel. And that's what these meetings are about. She has these meetings with security teams from many of the corporations, but also Mass Corp. And maybe the ones that she let slides, we can try to find out. <laughs> yeah, so you have a, a name of another a Mass Corp employee on the security team that has frequent contact with Elena. All right, guys, I found our in, and his name is Mitch. Mitch. Yep. Cool. How do we get in contact with Mitch? Mitch Tybo. <laughs> well, that's a good question. I think maybe Mitch is doing some other shady business on the side or something. Even if it's just another connection, like if he's still working at the facility and she's still meeting with him, then then we've connected her, who's working for the city, to the same animal experimentations, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a whole, now becomes like a government conspiracy that we're exposing. Maybe if we could get like a conversation between the two of them, that'd be really good. Because then, like I said, I think he's probably partly one of the people, yeah, who's letting certain security things slide. So that way she, you know, and then she gets payments from him to be like, yeah, no, this is great. I'll stamp approval on this for the yearly meeting or whatever. Yeah. So where do they meet and how can we record some of those conversations? So Mm -hmm. maybe we could set something up that would tip off Elena that she needs to investigate something like trip some sort of security thing that would come up on her radar and make her investigate it or at least talk to Mitch about it. I'm not sure what that would be, but I'm great at tripping security measures. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That seems like something well within our means. 
We just have to be able to record that conversation though. I think for for the sake of time, like we could we can spend whole sessions coming up with a bunch of different corrupt people and trying to <laughs> leverage them. <laughs> leverage them all together. <laughs> yeah. So decide what you want from this interaction, whether it is information about, you know, a way to get into the facility or something like that. Or if you just want more evidence for your story, then we can fill out a story clock block. For me, I almost wanted to tie her into the story. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, and have is her that- she becomes another piece of evidence for the story. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want this web of corruption to continue to unfold, then let's decide on a course of action you're going to do to catch this conversation or get some data on her. We'll make that roll and we'll check off a box on the story clock. Okay. We know from social media that she's meeting with this guy regularly. We presumably could extrapolate from that where and when they're meeting. Yeah. So let's be at the meeting recording what they're talking about Assuming Mm -hmm. that what they do is not necessarily above board, there's a point for your story. All right. Yeah. So they meet at a shady hotel and they meet at the same place every time. Yeah, they're totally banging. And before they go there one time, we place a bug in the room. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Not going to get much conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Let's treat that as a conducted operation role then, right? Which is... We'll roll edge, see how well you pull that off, and we'll get you a block on the story clock. Who's got good edge? I think I'm at two. I'm at two as well. Bunch of edge lords over here. That's us. So maybe one of you rolls, the other one can assist. Why don't you roll it and I'll I'll aid. Okay, perfect. Okay, so you roll first. Oh, I rolled double sixes, so yes. Okay, perfect. So I'm getting a plus three to this roll. That's an 11. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, so you're able to catch them on the way into this hotel and maybe, I don't know, you're dressed as a bellhop or something and you throw a bug on their backpack or on their backpack, on their suitcase, more likely. Yeah. And you hear some tidbits of conversation that will implicate the regulatory committee in some of the misdeeds that are going on here, breaking some of their own rules, right? And you'll be able to use that information for your story. Nice. Fantastic. Cool. So with that done... We've got two strong connections for your story of people who are still working for MassCorp and people who are working for the regulatory board connected to the facility. Now we need to actually have footage of the facility for the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need to figure out how to get in and get out. This is all supporting evidence. You need the main thing now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we need to either do some sort of undercover, like actually looking at the facility yeah, or actually finding somebody who is, yeah, thank you, recon of the facility or finding somebody who works there who might be willing to leave a door open or something for us. Well, you're, you're an action movie star and I'm a former skip tracer. Yeah. We are action oriented people. I'm willing to, you know, go do a stakeout ourselves. Recon. Stake out, stake out, stake out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think me and Bunk should be there anyway. We're, Tied to it already. Jen, you and I, we need to be in an unmarked van. Uh, you need to bring uh, seven meatball subs and, <laughs> and a flat. Are you going to split the seventh one? <laughs> yeah, of course. And a flat of high caffeine energy drinks. Caffeine? <laughs> eat that meatball sub like Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> we'll see how the night goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just relayed that to Red with all the props we need, basically. And craft services for the stakeout. <laughs> Sorry, and, uh, which props? <laughs> the van. Yeah. The van is a prop. <laughs> yeah, what's it going to say on the side? 
Tuli's Plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's a budgetary checkoff. Yeah, unless someone's riding their own van. Nope. I don't think so. <laughs> the budget for this movie is starting to get pretty high. You guys have spent four of the six blocks. We haven't even filmed inside yet. Oof. And as with you know any super high budget movie that starts to generate a little bit of interest, I'm going to fill out one block of the legwork clock. I think these last two blocks are probably going to be the equipment that we actually need to go in. Yeah. So Yeah. So once we had this Raycon done, then we know what we need in order to safely infiltrate and exfiltrate. Exfiltration being the key. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have proved you can infiltrate. Yeah. <laughs> get inside Definitely anything. Jin yeah. wants to be able to get out again. <laughs> okay, cool. As we said before, the facility is actually pretty far out. It's out in the Cascades, which is kind of out of the city. It's a specially regulated zone where there's kind of lessened environmental and labor laws specifically. So all these megacorps can build their huge factories and get away with all sorts of stuff. And, you know, because of that, there is a basically an inspection checkpoint along the border of the Cascades. Mm -hmm. Just something you'll have to be aware of. And it is probably, you know, a day and a half out there. So if you two are just going on your own, you are completely on your own. I feel like we can handle this. Just a bit of recon. I feel like that makes sense. Mm hmm. We just got to have some forged papers about having to do maintenance or something. Sounds good. Are you guys bringing the camera drone, obviously? Well, yeah, it's got to film us yeah. as we're doing our recon for the montage. Maybe Bunk and Tis could be kind of tuning into that while they're on the mission so that we can be their yeah, eyes. Sure. We could even take control of that yeah. and maybe do some sweeping scans of the, the facility. That sounds good. Get those sweet aerial shots for the movie. I feel like I would want to do something to make sure that drone is like super secure since I didn't program it. I don't trust it. If there's time for that. What would you want to do? What would you be doing? I'm going to put my own kind of patch on it so that it can't just broadcast to just, just anybody, anybody that I'm going to get a secure encrypted line. So let's do a, I think it's synth to mm -hmm. get into a system. I rolled a seven, I have plus one synth, so eight. You plug the drone into your system at home and you're able to get in without too much trouble. It's not really actively trying to prevent you access. It's meant to be easily plugged in by a tech to the servers at Badge and Gun to transfer footage and that kind of thing, right? So it's not like it's super mm -hmm. secured. You can tell that there isn't any hostile features in here. It's not going to transmit on its own, but you know that it isn't the most secure object. If someone else tried to hack in, it might be possible, yeah. Yeah. You, you got in fairly easily, so someone else could too. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Is there some way that I can maybe do like manipulate systems or something to make it more secure? Like put in my own firmware to <laughs> make it impossible for this thing? You're going to jailbreak this camera phone? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, manipulate systems. 11. Okay, we'll give the camera drone a level of encryption. Sweet. You set it up such that it's connected to your pad and your systems. You'll be alerted if someone's trying to get into it. Perfect. Nice, nice thinking. Cass and Jin drive out to the Cascades. They've got a sweet telephoto lens camera and some binoculars <laughs> and lots of subs. <laughs> <laughs> You're so hungry for subs. <laughs> they park on a hill overlooking the facility and they watch. So before you get to the facility. Oh, 
Uh oh. Checkpoint. Before you get to the checkpoint. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cass, you were a skip tracer for a long time. Yes. You're driving through the streets of Antle towards the border, and you you get that feeling that you've had before when somebody is following you. And you look through the rearview window and you see there's a blue sedan a couple cars back. And just the way that it's driving seems a little unnatural. You see it kind of poke out a little bit to keep an eye on you. And it's following you on some sudden turns that you take to try to shake them off. And yeah, you're getting that sinking feeling. Jin, I think we got a tail. I think I would probably try to do some fancy driving. Maybe take an exit at the last moment or... There, maybe there's like a bridge that has got a lift to let a ship through across the narrows or something like that. And uh, I'm going to try and just, just beat the timing of that light or something like that in order to leave this vehicle a little further behind. Because they're, they're, if they're physically following me, they might not have the vehicle bugged. Okay. Why don't you roll cool? Okay. Jen, you got anything cool that helps with this? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty cool. I have a plus one cool, but... I assume you have like a rocket launcher in the back or something. <laughs> I mean, I think that would literally blow up our spot, both literally and figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, I think I've been sort of studying this area for a while now. Maybe I'm just all like, you know, take a right here. I know of a sick club that we can drive up to. (laughs) Sure. Why don't you roll uh, assist then? I got a four. All right. No assist. You're on your own. So with a plus one. You're like, a club doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> club is not going to help us in this situation, Jen. I need something to actually put a barrier between me and them. Oh, shit, I'm going to turn left right here. And it turns a left through a red light or something like that. <laughs> and I get an eight. Eight. Bunk, do you still have your motorcycle? My cyber bike, you mean? Yeah. Sorry. With the hot katana on it? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you can run interference or something. They're still in the city, so... Yeah, as soon as we realize these guys are being followed. I'd probably like notify you on the cybercoms to like, get a shot of them with the drone or something like that. Mm-hmm. On a 7 to 9 on Act Under Pressure, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. The MC will offer you a worse outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice. You see that light turn red, and you're like, oh, I can just turn left here you know, through the red, and I might be able to get by this guy. As you're about to do it, you see there is a red light camera here. Oh, no. So you can do it, and you might lose this guy, but you know that you're a wanted, currently a wanted vandal criminal, so you might not want any heat that way. So it's your call. Is your uh, face covered? <laughs> of course The not. van's not registered to us. Yeah. Uh, no, but it might get back to you, right? Yeah, I think I'll take that risk. I'm kind of banking on Redshift pulling some strings for me. I'd rather the mission be successful and, you know, I'm still on the run, so I'm going to keep running. Okay. You take this hard turn, and you see the camera flash behind you, but you see the car that was following you. It gets caught behind another car that stopped at the light, and I'm just going to fill in a legwork block for that possibly getting back to you. Fill out another budget, because that ticket's going to be expensive. (laughs) Shut up! And we're actually going to pop over quickly to another part of the city where we see Olivia. We see Olivia and Mr. Dayton in an elevator standing in silence. You've been with Dayton for a few days now and you were given a comfortable place to stay, good food and drink and some new clothes. Well, what does Olivia look like when she's cleaned up and can pick her own fashion? 
Before, she was always dressed to be sort of like not standing out, but since like it's not her dime, she's going to go all out high fashion here. <laughs> Very uncomfortable shoes. <laughs> Perfect. That's not I the direction. I thought. I thought it was going to be like cyber goth <laughs> or something. <laughs> she's a classy lady. She actually cut all of her hair off. Oh, okay. She like stands out more than you guys ever noticed <laughs> she would ever stand out before. So you still have some painful memories of your time in the MassCorp labs, but so far Dayton hasn't brought up your implant or any experiments, at least not since you know your initial interaction with him. Today he asked you to follow him as there's somebody he'd like you to meet. The elevator takes what feels like ages, and the glass window shows you rising above the street level of Holly North to the glittering upper levels of Alta Vista. You're pretty far north in the city, so you can see the mountains pretty clearly from here. Eventually... The elevator stops, and Mr. Dayton motions for you to exit as the doors open, revealing a breathtaking aviary. Exotic plants and trees from around the world filled the domed roof, which presents an unobscured view of a brilliant blue sky. You see dozens of birds in amongst the trees and perches, from small hummingbirds to parrots and peacocks and hawks, and just about everything in between. In the middle of the room, a figure is stooped over a small garden with a trowel and a cart of flowers that they're planting. It is mixed Mimi Moji who has eschewed their normally glamorous and fashionable look for a pair of dirt-stained overalls and a tan t-shirt. We, the audience, have seen this person in a few scenes, and Olivia likely recognizes them as well. They're a well-known face of Mass Corp and fashion influencer. Some of Olivia's new clothes probably have their name on it somewhere. A brown lyre bird with a metal plate on its head struts between the two of you as Mimi stands, brushes the dirt off, and greets you. Hello, Olivia. Mr. Dade told me about you. We have a lot to talk about. Thank you for listening to The House of Bob. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend. You can talk to us on social media at The House of Bob or join our Discord server to chat with us directly and other fans. You should know that we recently switched up our Patreon tiers. If you aren't already a patron, now is a great time to help support the show and get a little something extra for your trouble. We've added a monthly blog post and some more zines to sweeten the deal. We're so thankful for our amazing patrons and are very excited to make some cool new bonus content for them. I'd like to thank our existing patrons, Volt, Tyler K., Tom Wesley, Mike from the Tales from the Glass Guarded World podcast, Sylvia Douglas, Scooter Emerson, Robert, Ray Kearney, Rowan Frick, Luke Conroy, Kieran Duffy, Keith Haddad, Josh Jordan, John Julius, Jessica, and Blocka12. Thanks very much, everybody. Our work for this episode was by Sean at Sean Makes, audio production by Alex of Astronomic Audio, and music was by John Julius, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Roll on. Corroborate? Corroborate? Corroborate. Corroborate. Corroborate.